0: Welcome to NAD Pod POMO Day 7. NAD Pod POMO is National Podcast Post Month. My name is Eileen Smith, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about podcasting. I'm going to take some call-ins and some questions about podcasting. And if you have questions that you'd like answered on the topic of podcasting, feel free to call into the station over on anchor.fm slash Eileen, that's I-L-E-A-N-E, or you can also reach out to me on Twitter. And once again... I L E A N E. Let's get started and let's have some fun.
1: Hey, Miss Eileen, it's Barbara J. Faison of the Why Struggle Podcast. Quick question. I also left this on your YouTube. I am looking at doing another podcast that's going to be more of a podcast format and keeping this going. I got your Spreaker app loaded and just had a question on. Where do I get the RSS feed and should I use Libsyn for both of them or just stick with Anchor for the little quick snippets and then do something like Libsyn for the one that's going to be more structured and longer? Would love to get your feedback on that because you are the technology diva, my lady. So all right, lean, I That's my Alexa interpretation. So anyway, I hope you're having a fantastic day and thanks so much. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, Barbara, thanks so much for your question, and it's a good one. I know that one of the biggest confusions about podcasting is the RSS feed. It's one of those things that's not a household word. It's like getting into the weeds. Once you start to understand what an RSS feed is, that will make life so much simpler for you. So the RSS feed is simply a way for someone who subscribes to your content to get your content delivered to them automatically. That's all an RSS feed is. I want to say that one more time. It's a way for someone who subscribes to your content to get it delivered to them automatically. Now, it does not have to be a podcast. It could be a blog post. It could be a PDF file. It just needs to be published. And once it's published, whoever you have hosting your media files will deliver that to your subscribers via the RSS feed. There's some technical bits that go behind it. But what's important is that your subscribers, people who have said, Yes, I want to make sure every time Barbara publishes something that I get to listen to it or get to read it if it's a blog post or get to watch it if it's a video. I'm going to include in this segment a little snippet from one of the founders of podcasting, also known as the Podfather, and that's Adam Curry. And he explains a little bit more about the RSS feed. So take a listen to this when Gary Leland interviews Adam Curry.
2: I do have a couple of questions I want to go over, though, that I'm curious what I had asked the podcast movement community, uh, if they had any questions for you. Oh, oh, one good. of the questions good. was about a guy named Christopher Lydon, mm-hmm. who... Chris, yeah, said that or I don't think he said maybe, but people kind of think that he's saying that he invented podcasting in 2003. Well, let me give you the genesis uh, from my viewpoint. I was there uh, in 2000. Dave Weiner was uh, he had a, a, a piece of software called Radio Userland, and this was the beginning of blogging, the beginning of RSS. Uh, it also had an aggregator feed agra feed reader built into it. So you could essentially you could not only publish uh, an RSS feed and uh, you know something uh, attached to your to, to your blog, but you could also then subscribe and read other blogs. So it was a one all-in-one solution. And at the time, I uh, you know we had cable modems at the time, Gary, if you remember back in the day, two thousand, oh, yeah. and uh, they weren't fast. That they were kind of like ADSL, but it was always on computing. And um, my it didn't have to turn it off. <laughs> that's right. None of that that dialing in stuff all of that was beautifully taken care of so my idea was since we had no real you know click and uh and watch or click and listen experience at the time because of the bandwidth you know if you had a, a 50 megabyte QuickTime file which we had at the time uh it just wasn't going to be an experience so i said well you know what if we had a little thing that's working in the background and just because your computer's always on and when it knows that there's a new Uh, at the time I was looking at big video files. There's a new video file somewhere and it gets alerted. It will download it. It'll do all of that without telling you. But then when it has it, it's going to say, oh, oh, I have something new. Click here. And then you'll have an immediate experience, a great experience because you'll click and something will play. And back in 2000, that was a big deal. So I, uh, I was in New York and Dave was in New York and I tried to explain this concept to him, which he, he probably just thought I was a douchey MTV guy. Uh, and I went back the next day with his own software and I'd built, I'm not an engineer or developer by any means, I had built a, an example of what I was trying to tell him. And he said, ah, I get it now, but you may never, ever touch my software again. That is just horrible what you did there. And <laughs> and, and thus was born the enclosure element in RSS. And for three, four years... In Radio Userland, we'd be attaching these things, going back and forth, and you know, people would you know, it was basically just Dave and I mucking around and the experience was there. But nothing happened until the iPod came out.
0: If you're curious to hear the entire interview, head over to GaryLeland.com and search for Adam Curry. Apple Podcasts and iTunes is the big elephant in the room when it comes to podcasting. But just understand something. You can't upload your media files to iTunes. You have your audio files. You have a video. You want to upload it to iTunes so people can subscribe? Mm-mm. iTunes doesn't host your files. They read your RSS feed. And they use that RSS feed to deliver your podcast to your subscribers. So, my friends, one of the biggest decisions you need to make before you start a podcast is choosing your media host. So, to answer Barbara's question, you get your RSS feed from your media host. That's what you pay them for. You upload your files or you use one of the tools that they have. For example, Spreaker has tools where you actually can record into those tools and they... We'll create an RSS feed for you. And now that you have your RSS, you need to submit it to the Apple Podcast app to make it available for your subscribers. So your host creates the RSS feed, you submit it to Apple Podcasts. And when I come back, we'll talk more about why that's different on Anchor.
1: Good morning, Miss Eileen. It's Barbara J. Faison of the Why Struggle podcast. You are absolutely amazing, and my inner engineer geek is very happy. My background is electrical engineering, although I only practiced for a year or so, but I do have a little techie heart and have some techie experience. So thank you for feeding that in me and giving me the details on the RSS feed. I really appreciate your descriptions and how you explain things um, you make it very easy for people whether they have a technical background or not so we appreciate you and this is me clapping really clapping not using the anchor claps thank you miss Eileen I appreciate you create a wonderful day
0: Barbara I'm so glad you're following along and for those of you who need to catch up really quickly we're talking about podcasting and in this case we're talking about the difference between your anchor podcast and a podcast that you submit to Apple Podcasts or Google Play music or any of the other major podcasting directories the key thing that you need to consider is your email address so for example In the case of Apple Podcasts, you're going to go over to a site called podcastconnect.apple.com. That's podcast with an S on the end, connect.apple.com. You'll take that RSS feed that you got from your host. It's really just a link to your RSS feed and you will submit that to iTunes iTunes and Podcast Connect are the same thing. Apple Podcasts, these terms will all be synonymous. And once you do that, that means that you now have a direct connection between Apple and their software and yourself. Because of your email address, you'll be able to log into that account. Eventually, we'll be able to log in and check stats when that gets released sometime in 2018. So that's the key difference. With Anchor, Anchor is submitting your podcast to those directories. And you won't have access to those stats unless Anchor somehow comes up with a way to give you access to them. But as it stands right now, Anchor will have control of submitting your RSS feed. And they are the go-between between you and Apple Podcasts, you and Google Music or Google Play. So keep that in mind. This is why you've heard me say in the past that I have more than one podcast. I have the podcast here on Anchor where I mostly talk about Anchor. But I also have the Miss Eileen Speaks podcast, which is hosted on Lipson, a host that I pay for. And I strongly recommend that if you have what Barbara termed a more structured podcast, that you use a host like Lipson or Blueberry or Spreaker or Bean. Those are my four recommendations. There's plenty more out there, but those are the ones that I recommend. And that's based on me listening to tons and tons of information from podcasts about podcasting over the last mm, 10 years. (laughs) So with that, guys, I am definitely here for you if you have questions if anything was unclear if you need things repeated I don't mind so please call in and I hope you have learned a lot about podcasting and you're ready to make that decision for yourself do you want anchor to submit your podcast to apple podcast or do you want to make that investment that monetary investment in a host like Libsyn or Podbean or Spreaker or Blueberry, that's Blueberry without the E's, and pay for your own hosting, therefore have more control over that connection between yourself and the podcast directories. So call in, let me know what you think. I am so looking forward to hearing all of your questions, comments, and feedback about podcasting and your podcast. So I look forward to that. Talk to you soon.